How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. There was a little bit of Viking news today, and we're going to go to Matthew Collar from Purple Insider, who's good enough to join us uh, here on News Talk, A3LWCCO. It covers the Vikings year-round, and I suppose he went into this day and thinking, oh, it's going to be a quiet New Year's Eve as we get ready for Green Bay and Minnesota on Sunday night. Uh-uh. That's big news, Matthew. <laughs> oh, I, I never think it's going to be a quiet day in Viking land. <laughs> I've been doing this long enough now to know that at any given time this, yeah. this could happen. And actually, uh, this week we were prepared for the possibility that Kirk Cousins could test positive because his backup quarterback, Sean Mannion, tested positive last week. And, I mean, these guys spend all sorts of time together in the same meeting rooms and practice. They get along really well, so they're talking all the time. And, uh, you know, the way that COVID is spreading with the Omicron variant, it seems like uh, there was a very high possibility, and that's made even higher by the fact that Kirk Cousins is unvaccinated. And then you add the fact that there are different rules for vaccinated and unvaccinated players in the NFL. So now Mike Zimmer said he didn't think that Kirk Cousins had symptoms. Adam Schefter reported something different, but I think uh, it seemed like Schefter had it wrong because um, Cousins has to test every day and and Schefter was talking about him reporting his symptoms so that uh, those two things don't really match up. But either way, if he was asymptomatic and tested positive as uh, uh, as a vaccinated player, he would still be able to come back. Um, But the fact that he's unvaccinated means he has to now sit out. Uh, and so there's a, there's a difference there. And I think that's what brings a lot of the scrutiny to Kirk Cousins is he made a decision that made this possible. And when Mike Zimmer was talking way back in uh, early August, when, when uh, Cousins had to sit out because he was a close contact, this was the exact scenario that Mike Zimmer was asked about. And he said, I'll be really upset basically if if it happens when it could have been prevented and uh you know i of course vaccinated people are still testing positive and and still getting the illness and and sitting out sports that's possible but uh the door is far more wide open for an unvaccinated player and i think that's where a lot of the scrutiny comes for cousins as they go into a game with their playoff hopes on the line 
And, and this theme goes beyond Cousins. The, the Vikings, the, the lowest vaccination rate, anyway, at one point in time in the NFL, a, a number of their star players, a number of their leaders ha, have been unvaccinated. But it, it's different. Quarterback in the NFL and the amount of money he's making, um, it, it, it is different. And this isn't going to play well with the fans. No matter how you feel about vaccination, the fact that he isn't available and has had this anti-vax stance, it, it just makes it very difficult on the PR side. <laughs> well, no, you're, you're absolutely right uh, that no matter how you feel about it, personally, you want your quarterback to play, right? I mean, yeah, uh, you know, sure. I, I know I know that there are some people that are looking at Cousins and saying, hey, good for him. He's doing what he believes in. And uh, I guess I just I can't really understand that stance, you know, because a very, very, very high percentage of the NFL is vaccinated. I think it's over 90 percent um, is vaccinated. And, and the Vikings brought in every expert that they could find and Mike Zimmer did everything he could to educate the players to answer all of their questions and things like that and at basically at that point if you've got all the information from the uh, uh, foremost experts in the world and you're still saying no then you know you're putting yourself at risk to miss games and these players will do all sorts of other things to play like Kirk Cousins has a cracked rib um, you know, did he take some, some vitamins for that or something, something else? You know, I mean, these players will play through all sorts of things. Um, and then, but for some reason, the line was drawn here. And it seems, uh, you know, Mike Zimmer, going back, kind of said it's really just, you know, misinformation, which is the cause of some of these players uh, not wanting to get vaccinated. And so, you know, it was very difficult reporting on it uh, earlier this, this year because of just how much of a hot topic it is. But, when it comes down to it, there you had two avenues. You can choose the avenue where you're much more likely to stay in the game or much shorter time on the COVID list or much less chance that you're going to test positive, or you could you know, go the other direction and, and Cousins, he chose his path, and now he has to live with it, the fact that he's going to be sitting at home watching Sean Mannion play in the biggest game of the year. Yeah, and uh, really a do-or-die game. And there's so much more on the line here than than the Vikings being eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, the general manager, the head coach are on the hot seat. That's no secret. Uh, this season, for a lot of reasons, has gotten to the point where they're fighting for their playoff lives because on paper, if they were able to stay relatively healthy, this was a team that probably had enough talent to get into the playoffs, but... Week in, week out, it's been a roller coaster ride. There's been close wins. There's been close defeats. There, there's been uneven performances in game, week to week. It's had it all. So there, there's a lot more on the line than just one game against Green Bay or getting into the playoffs. This could be the end of the line for, for Mike Zimmer and, and Rick Spielman and a major changing of the guard and, and probably the end of the line for a lot of his teammates. Yeah, and I think that, you know there's a few things off of that. I mean, one, it might make the decision easier uh, because if they win in Green Bay and they win against Chicago, and then you know the Wilfs have to look at it and say, well, nine and eight still isn't really good, and we barely slipped into the playoffs. Well, the Packers are great again, and we've been doing this dance for a long time where we're kind of in the playoffs barely or out of the playoffs, very similar to the Minnesota Wild during the. Parisian sewer era of like is this is anybody think this is good <laughs> not really right 
Um, being mediocre is not competing for championships. It's barely, you know, surviving above the teams that are horrible. But uh, this is a this is a I think an important point about Cousins missing this game is there are a lot of players who have missed a game or games, including a number of quarterbacks across the league. Aaron Rodgers is one of them that have had to miss a game because of COVID. Uh, Aaron Rodgers misses a game because of COVID, and his team is still fighting for the number one seed because they won the other games, and they're a better football team, and they didn't miss field goals at the end, and they didn't fumble the ball away, and they didn't give up you know, game-winning drives to Jared Goff and Cooper Rush. Like, yes, Cousins deserves the scrutiny because he made a choice and that and he knew that this was possible and then it came to fruition. So he deserves the criticism that he's getting because he made that choice. However, this team had so many opportunities and, and you can look at Zimmer, you can look at Spielman, you can look at defensive players, you can look at people who are highly paid who haven't played as well as they're supposed to this year. There's a lot of blame to go around. So it will be remembered that Cousins missed this game, and if they don't win, of course, um, that this was the end of the road and possibly, like you said, very possibly the end of the road for everybody here, including Cousins. Um, But it's also a fate that they earned, that they had no room whatsoever for something to go wrong. And then the other thing is, too, just to add to that, they went into the season with Kellen Mond as their backup quarterback, and then they had to sign Sean Mannion last minute. I mean, they, they didn't bring in a veteran-proven backup quarterback. If this was someone like Case Keenum starting this game, we would feel like they had a decent chance to win. But they said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to bring in you know, this rookie and then hope he can do it. And then when he couldn't, oh, no, we've got to sign Sean Mannion at the very last second before the season starts. So they made their own fate in a lot of ways yeah. here. Yeah, and to amplify that, when it comes to Rick Spielman, and Mike Zimmer in the decisions they made on the personnel side, and I, I, I think it is a collaboration. I, I'm, I'm not in the room, but I would assume that Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer collaborate a great deal on the draft and on free agents, et cetera. And the one thing in this era is that the offensive line, even for the most casual fan, has been a glaring weakness. And then the people who cover it, in-depth, week in and week out like you. I mean, offensive line, every year it's a reoccurring theme. And once again, the offensive line seems to be a patchwork. At times they've played well. At other times it's been a liability. No, you're right. And that's where you talk about pointing the finger at everybody as we get to the end of the season, which if they lose in Green Bay is officially a failure. Um, Because you can – and you make a really good point because anytime we talk to Rick Spielman, he says it's a group effort. We all make these decisions together. Now, how true that is, we don't know. But if you're going to say that, then we should hold all the parties responsible, sure. including Mike Zimmer and what he wants for a roster and how he wants it built, Spielman putting it together, the players he selected. Look at the free agent signings that they made. They signed a nose tackle. They're one of the worst run defenses in the league. They signed cornerbacks. They're one of the worst at coverage in the league. Uh, they, they refused to address the offensive line outside of trading a sixth-round pick for Mason Cole. They have one of the worst interior offensive lines in the NFL. They continue to give Garrett Bradbury chances at center when it you could have seen in the first two years that he was in over his head, but they said, no, we're going to continue to run him out there. They moved a, a project tackle into guard and said, this will be fine. And the guy leads the league in penalties. I mean, these are all things that going into this season were foreseeable. Oh, we're going to draft a third round guard and he's going to start, 
Well, that doesn't happen that often, that middle or late-round picks become starters. Kellen Mond, we'll draft him, and he'll be a fine backup. Well, the rookies sometimes aren't even close to ready, as we saw from Ian Book the other night trying to play for the Saints. And, and all the people calling for Kellen Mond, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but if you saw him in training camp and preseason, he's going to look like Ian Book if he plays in a real game. So, you know, I think that there's, just, there's a lot of fingers to be pointed, and as we reach the end of the line here, potentially, um, it, it should kind of all come into focus that you can't keep doing this with these people, that they've had their run, they had some success, but the last four years being like this, it's time to move on. And uh, Save for some miracle where Sean Mannion throws for 400, they beat the Packers and go on to reach the NFC Championship or something. But if that doesn't happen, uh, then I think you you can look at the totality and say, "This, this is just not a process that is setting you up to be the best version of what you can be. And Mike Zimmer is doing Kellen Mond a huge favor. Are you kidding me? Sunday night football, frigid Green Bay against a, a team trying to earn home field advantage in the NFC playoffs. That That's a lot on any rookie, even an established rookie that has shown he, he can play and he belongs in the NFL. Mon's shown none of that to this point. Putting him on that stage is just unfair to the kid. And, and I'm glad Mannion's getting the shot. It is the right decision. I definitely think it's the right decision. I mean, if you want to try to win the game at all. I mean, there are people like, yeah. let's see what Mond has. Well, why would you do that? I mean, if you win the game, you're a 50-50 shot for the playoffs. Which, you know, look, I mean, last year, Kirk Cousins barely had to throw a pass in the wind in Green Bay, and the Vikings somehow came out with a win because Delvin Cook took over the game. It's always possible. They've won games where Cousins has thrown 12 passes before. Uh, you know, there, there are backup quarterbacks who have won games in the league. We've seen that. Taylor Heineke was a guy the Vikings cut. He won some games for Washington. It's not impossible. It is impossible if you throw out somebody that looks like Ian Book did the other night for the Saints which is, I mean, Kellen Mond, think about this. When Kyle Sloter was here, and which he, they brought him back as the, the third quarterback, he dominated the preseason, right? And the Vikings still felt like if we put him in a real game, it's going to be a problem. Kellen Mond in the preseason was barely completing half of his passes. I mean, it, like, it, he wasn't even dominating the, the fourth quarter of preseason games. That means he's really far away from being – uh, a quarterback, and you're really not trying to find out anything for the future. With Cousins, they're going to trade him away and then draft a the first-round pick, or they're going to give him a contract extension, but now giving him a contract extension seems really unlikely. Um, but th- they're not they're not going to turn it over to Kellen Mond next year, so that really isn't shouldn't be much of a consideration. You are trying to win this football game, and so that Sean Mannion gives you your best chance. Yeah, one final thought, and and we've only got a little bit of time, and this is a huge can of worms, but it is worth bringing up. If you look at the division, Aaron Rodgers' future is uncertain going forward. The Lions are a train wreck, even though they almost beat the Vikings twice, ended up going one-and-one against the Purple. And the Chicago Bears are a complete disaster, probably going in a new direction. They're in rebuild mode. We have no idea if they have a quarterback. Is there a chance, and once again, we've only got a couple of minutes, is there a chance that the Wilfs sit down with Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer and say, you know what, if Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay, there is a golden opportunity in the division if we just stand pat, 
build with what we have. I know that sounds nuts at this moment, but I've been thinking about it during the day. Yeah, I think it's a great question, and since you don't have much time, I'll be succinct to say the division really hasn't been the problem. They've played well against the Packers and lost to lots of other teams because Cousins is so up and down all the time. That's not going to change. And the other thing I would say this is that last year you would have told me the Cincinnati Bengals were the biggest mess in the NFL, and then all of a sudden they're good. Teams turn around quickly in the NFL. The Lions could be much better. The Bears could be much better quickly. And also, I don't buy for one second that Aaron Rodgers is leaving after the way things have played out this year. So I I don't think that should be a consideration at all. It should be, how can you win the Super Bowl? Not how can we win the division, not how can you get to 9-8. and eight. How can you win the Super Bowl? Is it with this quarterback, this coach, this GM? They've proven over four years it's not. Yeah, man, up to you always. Great and so much Great content at Purple Insider. I am a subscriber, and, of course, there's a lot of audio content as well. How do people find it? Yep, uh, wherever you get your uh, podcast, just type in Purple Insider, and uh, purpleinsider.substack.com is how people can sign up for the newsletter. I, I enjoy the work. you got a lot of great writers. It's fun. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. All right, there he is, Matthew Collar, joining us here from Purple Insider. Big news, Kirk Cousins out Sunday night. In Green Bay, still a lot on the line. Oh, boy, the the, the drama. It, it just never ceases to amaze me. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.